0: What's up, everyone? This is the Red and Yellow Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Scott, joined by Rich with your Average Everyday Chiefs Talk. Our previous recordings are available on all podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google. Just look or search for the Red and Yellow Kingdom podcast, as well as our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So today we're basically talking about the recap of the Chiefs and Chargers game. Definitely didn't turn out the way that we had hoped so. Um, you know, after that rough Eagle or sorry, after that rough Ravens game we had last week, uh we had thought coming back home to arrowhead, uh playing a divisional rival like the Chargers. Uh, we'd come away with the win, and uh, that quite finally did not happen. Uh what is kind of your quick rethought or I said, uh, basically, thoughts on that Chargers game, Rich.
1: The cardiac Chiefs at it again, and this time we're just on the wrong side of the score, just like we were last week. That's the quickest summary I can put in
0: words. That's a pretty good summary, but yeah, that final score was thirty to twenty-four Chargers. Uh, they end up going to two and one, and we ended up falling to one and two being in last place, uh, for the first time, I believe since 2015, but, uh, it's like, it's, it's still been only three games. Yeah. We lost two in a row, but I, I you know, I think heading into even next week and, um, we we'll had games coming up after, I think we'll definitely get back on the right path. Um, one of the key news that came out of the game was after the game, we had heard that, um, Andy Reed had, um, felt ill and, uh, was in the ambulance and went to the hospital. Uh, good news reports that came out today that um, he's do- he's basically in good spirits, doing well, and um, just resting up. And I believe they said he'll be back with the team either later today or tomorrow. I believe um, this sh- shocking news, right? I mean, that we had seen we had heard yesterday um, about it, and you know, thankfully, it wasn't anything um, you know really serious or anything like that.
1: Yeah, never good when someone you care about in this case, I understand he's probably someone I've never met before, but it's important in, in the happiness of my life and leading the Chiefs. So, I mean, even if it's a stranger or your neighbor or whatever, you know, you always want to make sure people are healthy. So glad that he's on the up and uh, should be rejoining the team by the end of the week.
0: Yes, thankfully, good news for Chiefs fans. Like to see him uh, back in, like I said, hopefully – He'll rejoin the team if it was not later today or tomorrow and uh, be back on the field uh, Sunday uh, when we play the Eagles. But the first thing what we'll do before we will get into the Eagles later this week and talk about week four and ahead, we will uh, recap everything from the Chargers game, including uh, I'll send it over to you, Rich, with the stats from the Chiefs-Chargers game.
1: All right. As you mentioned, score: Los Angeles Chargers thirty, Chiefs twenty-four, bringing the Chargers to a two and one record, a two and zero in the division. Chiefs at one and two overall, one and one. Sorry, one and two overall record, and the Chargers are not two and zero in the division because that was their first division game. So I don't know what this is saying.
0: Uh, right. <laughs>
1: Total yards. Yeah. Oh no. Sorry. What was that?
0: Oh no. I was just saying. Yeah. Sometimes you might be looking at uh, either they're giving out wrong information or just uh, sometimes just might have they might have misput something.
1: Right. All right. So from a yardage perspective, I'll start with the Chargers. Total yards, three hundred and fifty-two. For the Los Angeles Chargers, four hundred and thirty-seven for the Chiefs. Two hundred and seventy-five yards passing for the Chargers, two hundred and fifty-one for the Chiefs. Seventy-seven yards rushing for the Chargers, and I had to like double check on this because it says one hundred and eighty-six yards rushing for the Chiefs. Um, that's uh, very interesting. I know Clyde D'Ardo Delaire had hundred, but um, I looked at it a few times. Like, man, this has got to be wrong. But no, right. that's right. <laughs> uh, one hundred eighty-six <laughs> yards. Um, and then, I mean, the big one, which every I'm sure everyone is well aware of, is four turnovers by the Chiefs, two fumbles, two interceptions thrown, and then no turnovers by the Los Angeles Chargers. Time of possession, Chiefs at 32 minutes and some change. Chargers at 27 and some change. Chiefs, 33 first downs, Los Angeles Chargers 21. So, overall, the Chiefs led in – Almost every category you expect them to, Um, unfortunately, even the turnover battle, which seems to be a recent thing um, over these last two games. Uh, Talking about the leaders of the game, of course, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, their numbers individually, Justin Herbert, 280, sorry, 26 out of 38, 281 yards, four touchdowns, a really good game for him. Patrick Mahomes twenty seven for 44, 27 out of forty four two hundred sixty yards three touchdowns two interceptions. Austin Eckler, the leading rusher, the leading rusher for the Chargers, eleven carries fifty five yards. Clyde Edwards layer, seventeen carries hundred yards. First time he breaks a hundred yards in a while, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, I think maybe even I, I looked at the stat earlier. We'll have to dig into when was the last time he hit a hundred. As a chief,
0: it had to been earlier last year, I would think, yeah, or, or midway through struggled. last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it was early on. Was it the Bills game or the Ravens? Sounds game? about right. So, I don't know. I'd have to, we, That's some digging, some homework we'll have to do. Uh, receiving yards: Mike Williams led the Chargers with seven receptions, 122 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey leads the way for the Chiefs again with seven receptions, 104 yards. Um, and an interesting stat. I won't. I won't really go into the chargers one, but Daniel Sorensen led us again in tackles. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Anytime you one of your safeties leads a team in, in tackles, it's either he's a great in the box safety, or we're making a lot of tackles at the third level. So um, seven total tackles for Daniel Sorensen, Nick Bolton, once again, up there at the top with seven tackles. Um, so yeah, those are some key stats for you. You want to jump into the score summaries?
0: Yeah, and actually, just real quick, I had a little bit of time. But so, uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire' his last hundred-yard rushing game was against the Bills, Week Six last year, with 161 yards. Yeah, because he- I
1: remember that was kind of like his—I um, wouldn't say coming out party, but it was one of those where Andy Reid pulled out all the stops. We put a nice little whooping on the Bills, and we ran the ball a ton in the second half. So. So that's why it sounded right.
0: Yeah, because he only had uh two actually his rookie year, he only had two one hundred yard rushing games. It was obviously the first game um with one hundred and thirty eight, and then and that was against uh the Texans, and then also obviously that Buffalo game with one hundred and sixty one mm-hmm. yards. So he's only had three in his you know, time so far with the Chiefs in the two seasons, he's had three one hundred yard rushing games. Yep, yep. All right, so you're going into the scoring drives uh, for the game. say, like also the Chargers came up with the first score of the game. It was a touchdown pass to Keenan Allen for four yards to put them up six to nothing. And they actually missed the extra point. It was pretty windy out there yesterday, and they had missed that first extra point. And that was actually after um, the fumble by Tyreek Hill uh, when we were actually about to score. So they had scored off of that turnover from from that drive. And then the second score came in the game when uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had fumbled and um, they had capped off on that possession and had a 16 yard. Pass from Herbert to Austin Eckler uh that was the ultimately ended up being fourteen actually I'm sorry it was twelve to nothing and then they end up going for two um, points on that and it'll actually make it fourteen nothing and then after that looks like there had been a few punts in between there where then we had got a eleven play seventy five yard drive. They are late in the second quarter to get that three points up there on the board with uh, Harrison Butker with the 34-yard field goal. Um, And then that was actually the end of the first half. Chiefs won the toss at the beginning of the game, and they elected, obviously, to defer. So we had the ball in the start of the second half, uh, came out with a 12-play, 70-yard drive where Mahomes hit Fortson which is we'll probably might get into it a little bit later which is a was a nice play 2 yard pass which ends up being that touchdown to go uh 14-10 Chargers lead and then um actually a really quick drive by the Chargers we end up getting the ball back there in that third quarter and end up being a 10 play 65 yard drive by the Chiefs with Clyde edwards Soler on a 10 yard pass from Mahomes making up 17-14 Chiefs. And then obviously right there, um, pretty much right after that, Chargers came right back with a 11-play, 75-yard drive and had a 20-yard touchdown pass from Herbert to Mike Williams, which made it 21-17 Chargers. And then the Chiefs got the ball back there at the beginning of the fourth quarter and had a nice 12-play, 72-yard drive with a pass to Mar- Cole Hardman from Mahomes for eight yards. It's made it 24-21 there for that touchdown. Uh, and then the Chargers came back with a next drive on a 10-play, 75-yard drive. Ended up with a 25-yard field goal, making it 24-all. And then we had got the ball back And this is probably one of the key plays of the game that we'll also get to as well where Mahomes throws an interception. They come down with an eight-play, 49-yard drive right after that to go up 30-24 with a pass from Justin Herbert to Mike Williams again for four yards. And uh, then they actually missed the extra point. So they gave us a little bit of life. uh, But uh, ultimately at the end, that was – the final score with the Chargers obviously winning the game thirty to twenty four. So going back on the important plays of the game, uh, Rich, I'll, I'll leave it up to you where you want to start off with uh, what would be probably your first play of the the important play of the game.
1: I think the one that stands out to me, of course, is at the beginning. The uh, you know we're driving down, we're moving the ball as we want to. Patrick, yeah, he throws a little you know pass that's a tad bit behind. Marcus Kemp um you already know how I am with our wide receivers and their hand technique um mm-hmm. I think like I said it was I feel that was a tad bit behind but still catchable he got his hand fully on it got his mitts on the ball doesn't um get the catch ends up bouncing off his hands into um who was it Asante Samuel Jr? I think
0: yes Asante yep. Samuel
1: And yeah so I think that's the big one um because I mean, we go up there where, you know, we're, we're ahead. Um, We're up early. I mean, you could say, you know, obviously we lost by six points. Maybe that's the the touchdown. I think we, without a doubt, get in there. Um, So yeah, that's the big first one that stands out to me. What about you?
0: Yeah. And actually um, it's, it's funny that I was, as the game was starting on, I was driving back home from the airport. So I got, I kind of missed like the, most of the first half but obviously i had the radio on and all that and um yeah so I, I heard about that obviously with the marcus kemp uh pass that went through him and then ended up like I said into Asante samuel junior's hands um and then you know they I heard they didn't get any, obviously we didn't they didn't get anything from that right um then we come back and obviously driving down the field again and then that's then that's the next turnover we got with Tyreek hill um, You know, seemed like it was, a, from what I'd watched in the highlights, I mean, it was a good play. He just, you know, the ball got knocked out from him. It was a good play on the defensive part. And, uh, you know, that obviously on that drive, that's what led to their first touchdown pass um, of the game. But, uh, yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously right after that, you know, the Chiefs are like, okay, well, They've basically in their first two possessions, they've turned the ball over twice, and then they're like, "Okay, well, you know, come down and you know, obviously we we're trying to recap and uh, you know try to get the try to get a score, right? Obviously take the lead, and then that next play that uh, or so the next drive, you know, that we get into those six plays that happened on that drive, and then um, Clyde edwards layer fumbles, and you're like, "Oh gosh, here we go again, right? It's like ah, he fumbles, but." It, I will say in that, I mean, obviously for this fumble that he had in this game, that was just a – I mean, the helmet hit the ball, right? The helmet hit the ball and it came out, and it was just a good play by the defense on that too.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, in turnovers, I mean, of course they matter, right? They always matter, cause especially with an offense like ours who can score at will. So anytime the defense can stop us and even take the ball from us, that's a that's definitely a score for them. Um, but I mean, they were early, right? The That's the name of the game is you can not saying you can make turnovers early in the game, but they count a lot more. They impact you a lot more as they did last week, the later you make them. So we were a- able to overcome the interception, the two fumbles, um, you know, and despite the fact that we were down at the half, I mean, like I said, we were able to overcome those turnovers. So um, the, the, the initial ones, right? Or the mm-hmm. early ones. Um, and like you said, the the one on Tyreek Hill, um, I think what NFL teams are starting to figure out is the Chiefs are a finesse team. They're a style team. They're not you know a ground and pound, hardcore old school football like the Steelers, like the Titans. Um, if you hit our players hard, especially helmet on ball or fist on ball, like some of those old school Charles Pena Tillman um, fumbles that he used to was so uh, famous for, we will let the ball go. Um, I know Clyde Edwards a doesn't have a history of fumbles from his LSU days. Um, but yeah, they, like I said, I think that's just what teams are going to do is they're just hitting us harder and making us pay for any time that we don't have the best ball security. Right. I mean, we know our wide receiver, you know, Tyree kill. He's a smaller wide receiver, um, which that doesn't mean that you don't have ball security or anything like that. Right. But just you do different things with the ball when you're really quick. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's what I've started to notice. And, I mean it started when the Super Bowl was if you just get really physical with the Chiefs things happen um from a from a defensive opponent perspective right um so yeah I mean that's kind of really the tale of the first half right is turnovers by the Chiefs Chiefs killing themselves um the wide receivers of the Chargers really tearing us up um even the the consistent Blown coverages or players out of place and just not in the right spots, you know, are or, or, or what cost us there in the first half.
0: Yeah, and, uh, kind of a little bit back to you, what you had said about, you know, the Super Bowl and they had they had seen, you know, everything that happened from that game, and they're I maybe mean, teams are on the hunt. They're coming after the Chiefs, right? They're gonna they're gonna hit hard. They know, obviously, now to these games that we've had that will fumble, you know, fumble the ball, turn the ball over. So they're they're going to try to, you know, make as much turnovers as possible. And and that you can, you know, definitely obviously you can see from that. But like you had said, even from those first three turnovers that we had had, you know, we still ended up going into the half 14-3. And I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, even though we got that field goal there at the end, you know, I almost wish we had seven there. Uh, just because you know, obviously coming back out in the second half, we got the ball, but to just come back down the field and then tie it up right then would have been um, a lot better. But we just couldn't get could couldn't get in the end zone there there at the end of the first half. Um, but then obviously that that drive that we had coming out of the half, probably one of the um, best drives I think we had all game uh, with that long you know twelve play seventy yard drive with that nice pass to Fortson, which. That you was know, that was good to see him, you know, get in the end zone, and um, he's obviously that fan favorite we had during the off season and uh, preseason and training camp. Uh, seeing him score, but that was a that was a nice play design that they had for that. I think I believe it was a fake handoff, and then they just threw it over the top for him. And he's a that tall receiver, and he has hands, so that was a I think that was uh, not only a nice drive, but an important play for the Chiefs to get back up. Then if you get back remember the, the catch,
1: right? I mean, he mm-hmm. he basically catches the back part of the ball, right? Because, I mean, it was still a decently hard throw. And thankfully, yeah, he has he had enough hops and hands to still catch it, right? Because a lot of people, that just goes right through their hands. So, without a doubt, yeah, it, great catch. Um, oh, and
0: I'll say right there, uh, his key word is hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already know how I feel about the Chiefs. Um hand the the hands problem or the our hands techniques as pass catchers. Aside from Travis Kelsey, this team has a bunch of body catchers. I mean, and it is what it is. It works for them for the most part. But yeah, I I it, that Jordy Fordston catch, um, which here on some of these stat sheets they call him Joe. Um, so I guess we'll have to figure out which is the right name, Joe or Jody. But um Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it was a hands catch and I appreciate those every single time. I mean, when you're 6'5", the, I can't remember how high the field goal post is or the crossbar, I should say, but he was up there. So, um, you know, maybe maybe this means that they'll start looking at him more. Um, I know we've got another wide receiver that coming to play, even though Fortson is a tight end. So um, it was just good to see it, like you said. A camp fan favorite because he's finally made the roster. Yeah, it was good to see him get a touchdown.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, at this point, you know, when the Chiefs, like I said, they got that field goal at the end of the half, came out, got that touchdown to cut it to a four point lead. And I know we had that talk right then and there. And, uh, you know, some people probably feel different about some things on that. But uh, I know a lot of people says, oh, why don't we just go for the two point conversion? We'll only be down by three. And I guess it just depends on how you look at things. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, there's, it's the 10, 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. It's still plenty of time. Uh, of game left but you could you could kind of go both ways with it Um, you know if you go for two right there obviously if you miss it you're still down by a touchdown you know and then if you 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 know obviously if you get it then you're only down by three so it's kind of tough to say right there the reason why I would say that obviously you don't go for two because at that moment obviously we had the momentum Um, our, our defense was actually playing well those last two I think even three drives by the chargers going back to the end of the first half. So I didn't, and I just felt like there's just still so much time left in the game that it just, that for me, I think that'd be a reason why we wouldn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, and um, you know, I was on the other side of that debate, right? That I was like, we right. should have done for it. So we're because what was it? I, what was the score? I can't remember being down. What was it Four is the same thing as being down six. Is that what it was? No.
0: Uh, before the extra point it was obviously 14-9 so obviously yeah that two point would have cut us to three points
1: yeah so yeah I mean we're still down a touchdown like you said so um, that I mean like I've always been in that thought process where it's like if you're going to be down a touchdown what's the difference between being down five four um, six right Um, I guess two field goals can catch you up as well and you can hit a field goal from farther out than a touchdown but um, but yeah, I mean and but at the end of the day, Andy Reed is an NFL head coach. I am not. He made the decision he thought was best. And they they also even have like a you know, they, they say that the coaches have like a some sort of a guidebook for those kind of decisions, right? Or they have someone assigned on their staff mm-hmm. that tells them what the numbers say to do, right? Um so yeah, I mean it worked and at the end of the game we ended up being tied. Um and you know, if we go for two. We aren't tied, right? I mean, I guess we're still down by seven. Um, but we could have been down by eight at the end of the game, right? So,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, who knows? It, it, yeah, who knows? I mean, like how certain plays. Because, like I said, it's still 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. You know, you still have 25 minutes to play the rest of the game. So, it could go a lot of different ways. And, you know, kind of obviously going into after that, you know, we had that three and out. They had that three and out punt. And then we come down have a really good drive again you know score a touchdown make it 17 14 and then and then at that point it's almost like well maybe we shouldn't i mean obviously right. then you're like well you went for the two there and you didn't get it you know it, it's you know it's it, it's kind of hard to say it there but then it, you know, obviously like so we take the lead we're up by three but like I see what you're saying there is because if we went for two there then they're not just down a field goal you know, they're right. they're all then they're down a touchdown, so there so there is that kind of um, you know differences there. But I will say, so that we so obviously we take that lead um, seventeen fourteen, and this is actually on that drive when we score. I will say this is where Clyde Edwards Hilaire is really starting to get better in this game. Uh, you can you can definitely notice a different type of runner, and you know he looks like he's more aggressive and a lot less dancing around. He's he was kind of like obviously getting the ball and just going straight forward, right? So that was good to start to see that. But then the Chargers get the ball back, and then it seems like that was where, you know, the defense kind of went back to its, uh, you know, per se, old ways that we had seen previously in the game and also on the Ravens. And they had that long drive, and they scored that touchdown to go back up 21-17. At that point, what would you think your thoughts heading into the fourth quarter um, we you know when we were getting the ball back.
1: Um, I mean, kind of what you just mentioned defensively. I was like, oh no, like they're just they're starting to move. I mean, they kind of always moved the ball. Defense is playing a little bit better overall. I thought that you know they attacked more. They didn't. They weren't reading and reacting as much. They were more physical. We were doing better from a tackling perspective. It would be interesting to see what those numbers look like. Um, if we missed as many tackles as we have in the previous games. So, I was like. Okay, the defense isn't getting beat up as bad as I thought it was, especially even running-wise. But the Chargers were like, we're just going to throw the ball. They can't stop us. Um, And I'm a fan of Tiberius Ward. Um, So him being out this game, I think, did affect us. DeAndre Baker played well um, to fill in for a little bit, but Mike Hughes did not have his best game um, as a Chief, maybe even as a Viking because he got burnt a few times, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just my thought was, if the defense can just hold a little bit, make some key stops, I think the offense, the way they're doing, the way they're, the way they've been, the way they were moving in that third quarter, I think we're gonna pull away. Um, but obviously that ended up being a little bit different.
0: And obviously, when you're talking about Mike Hughes, I believe actually that touchdown that we were, we were out heading into that fourth quarter was that play, that Mike Williams twenty yard touchdown.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was-, that was nasty. I mean, that was a nasty route. Um, Mike Hughes got put on skates, and he literally almost fell. That's how bad he got shook.
0: Yeah, um, that was. And, and here's what <laughs> that- sucks
1: is, and I get that from a matchup perspective. You, you got to play who you have, right? I mean, you can't. You, most defenses don't have a six four six five corner to match up with Mike Williams, but um, yeah, when Mike Hughes, a five eleven corner, ends up on Mike Williams, who, if I'm not mistaken, he's like six four. Um, you know, you go to that almost every single time, um, and they constantly did. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it sucks, but, you know, you got to play what you got.
0: Not only that, but that was also the second time in the game where I believe those are two touchdowns that we were out of position or we got beat with that quick snap because yeah. that Austin Eckler touchdown earlier in the game, it seemed like the, defe- the defense was confused. Um, it was obviously Hitchens' guy that ended up getting open and he scored and Hitchens was just didn't know. He was, you know, obviously still trying to see what was going on in the play. Um, You know, there's just lots of communication issues there. And um, so both of those touchdowns kind of reminded me that uh, touchdown from um, last week against the Ravens when uh, Lamar Jackson did that jump pass, Mm -hmm. guy was wide open. So you got to limit to those plays or just just different things. I mean, obviously that's different because it wasn't – I think it wasn't totally – add a position um, or that quick snap issue. Like, you know, like like, that's obviously this week that it wasn't last week. Last week was just somebody missed their guy, and that's how he got open and scored last week. But um, that was a thing that we obviously had seen different this weekend, just that Chargers were trying to get that quick snap on our defense, and that was um, obviously affecting us as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, they definitely surprised us a few times and left us dazed and confused on who was covering who.
0: Exactly. So, uh, but then after that, uh, like I said, they're up at that point, 21-17. We have another extended drive uh, where Mahomes has that pass to Hardman. And we know we go up 24-21. And at that point, you're thinking like, okay, the defense is playing like, you know, we kind of thought going into the game, hopefully they are playing a little bit better. But it seems like now we just got to outscore them, right? We just got to score every drive throughout the rest of the game and, you know, just kind of hope that the chargers can, we can hold them to a field goal or punt. And, you know, speaking of the next drive, um, the chargers come down, which, you know, we're almost thinking like, Oh shoot, they're going to probably score a touchdown here, but Hey, we'll get the ball back last, which we always as cheese fans right now, we <laughs> want to have the ball last, right? When you have somebody like Mahomes, having the ball last is always something you want to have. So um, unfortunately um, for them and good for us, they actually came away with the field goal to tie the game there at the 24 all Um there. And, you know, so then we are, obviously we're obviously getting the ball back. We're feeling good because the game's tied, Um, you know, and I will say before it was I, I was actually before the two minute warning. I believe it was a, a first down, obviously. And we do what we've been doing the last I don't know how long. I know definitely recently on first down, we'll run the ball. So we ran the ball. It went to the two-minute warning, went to the commercial break, right? And, you know, that's when second down, um, I believe it was like, what, second down that Mahomes had that incomplete pass to uh, Kelsey, I believe, over the middle. Um, And then, obviously, the big play on third down where Mahomes was scrambling around and basically overthrew Kelsey, what, a few to five yards and Mm -hmm. got intercepted which – a lot of people think that was the big part of the game because, you know, in that situation right there, why not just throw the ball away, you know, punt the ball, take your chances, even though that, that kind of pass was almost like a punt. But obviously a punt would probably have been longer than that. But what are your thoughts on that big play uh, of the game that everyone's talking about?
1: is the same thing as what happened last game when Mahomes gets sacked, tries to throw to Travis Custard, throws an interception. is that's part of the Mahomes magic. He makes those plays most times. Um, or more more often than he doesn't. This time he didn't. It was an overthrow, which um, we'll say is sometimes happens in Mahomes more often. right? More often he overthrows folks than underthrowing. And, um, I mean, kind of what I mentioned earlier, right, is you can't make turnovers late in the game. Um, they seem to bite you in the tail a little bit more or affect your chances of winning a little bit more. And, ultimately, that's what did us in because, um, yeah, I mean – Chargers get the get the ball back. They drive, which was really weird on what they decided to do in giving the Chiefs one little chance at the end of the game. But, yeah, I mean, that interception, to me, it's going to be interesting to see what this does to Patrick's mentality because, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, we didn't have any turnovers until week nine last year. I think that's what the stat sheet says. Uh, and this year, right. we already have – what are we at? Seven, eight. Um. For the year, so we've already have a ton compared to let's say just even last year as a whole. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Patrick's mentality. Does he still do those things where he does some of that Mahomes magic, right, and trying to make a play? Um, I think he will, but again, that's just going to be something to watch um, because yeah, nine out of ten times he makes it, but now um, you know it's two straight games where that Mahomes magic comes back to to haunt us for for lack of better terms.
0: Yeah, and it seemed like it's two straight weeks that we seem to – and, you know, obviously in this situation, they're doing everything right. You read the book and you do it right. You know, they're trying to kill a little bit of clock and, um, you know, just trying to come down the field, kick that field, go win the game. That's kind of what the – but, but I think what I didn't like, and I'll go back to that once again on that first down, we run the ball and get, the, you get to the two-minute warning. Like I, I just think with this type of offense – Um, you know, why don't we just, I would think we'd be passing. I just don't understand that whole run on first down to me. I, and it might just be me. I don't know. I just, I just would have thought we would just kept running it or not running it. Sorry, passing it until we get closer, you know, deep into their territory. And then we'll start killing the clock and run the ball. I guess I just didn't really understand that philosophy there. But I mean, at the end of the day, I I understand we want to get to that two minute warning. Um and get, you know, kind of less time on that on the clock there. Right. Um for that.
1: I mean, and and what's interesting about the Mahomes turnover is again, it's late, right? It is what it is. Like people sit there and, you know, say, oh, well, Patrick, you know, you can't blame it on Patrick. Um, but I mean, like I said, turnovers count a lot more at the end of games when they're close. Um, so to say it's Patrick's fault, no. But you can't make a turnover, right? I mean, you gotta decision-making wise, you got to be almost a hundred percent sure that you're going to fit that throw in there. And, and if you look at Travis Kelsey, he, it was improvising, right? They were just improvising and where he was running. It seemed like he thought Patrick was going to throw it like towards the sideline, but Patrick yeah. ended up throwing it kind of leading him up the field. And cause Travis redirects himself like, Oh crap, there's the ball. So um, it's one of those where in my opinion, it's like, yeah, Patrick gets the criticism. I mean, I get that he, you know, does a lot of great things and he's the reason we've won a Super Bowl and we've been, you know, to as many AFC titles and straight Super Bowls as possible. But um that's where that evolution of a quarterback is gonna start happening. And who knows? At the end of the day, we may never lose a game the rest of this season. And you know, this was all the turnovers we talk about, but obviously it's we can only talk about you know things as they happen, right? So um mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's say um, it'll be, again, as I mentioned, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens with this thought process on things because this is now two straight games where questionable Mahomes Magic decisions come up.
0: Correct. And um, so basically after that play um, is when, you know, we're trying to hopefully we can hold him to a field goal, get him much time back. I believe at that point, uh, obviously, we still had our three timeouts left. Um, So, you know, slowly, you know, dinking and dunking, getting down the field, using some of our timeouts. And, it you know, obviously just like the announcers, I I was kind of questioned about it too, but, you know, they end up just going for the score. Like they, you know, they they didn't want to do the whole, you know, well, just, you know, kill the clock down. And they had the, I had the opportunities too. Yeah. I mean, Andy was
1: windy. Like that's, remember he had missed what, two extra points or missed one extra point. No, Mm -hmm. he missed the extra point after they scored, but he had missed one earlier. So remember, even on that fourth down play, right, it was fourth and four. They get a false start. They go back to fourth and nine. So they go for it again. Um, and a lot of people were like, why didn't they just kick it out on the fourth and four? Well, right. I mean, the wind was blowing, right? Obviously, living in Kansas City. It was mm-hmm. definitely windy. That ball was carrying. You saw it on some of the throws. Um, he had missed an extra point. So I get Brandon Staley's mentality on going for it. And it's the Chiefs, right? The you know, right. you have to basically keep the ball away from Patrick as much as you can, and nobody respects the defense, right? That's why P- Lamar went for it. That's why uh, Justin Herbert went for it yesterday from fourth and four to fourth and nine, and they still get it. Um, so, yeah, I think that was also even key to the drive in itself, right, aside from obviously the, the touchdown they scored at the end still give us time as opposed to just maybe running it out, kicking it from the one. That's what I thought they were going to do. I thought they were just going to run the ball. Down it at the one, kill the clock, milk it as long as they could, and then kick a field goal from the one, or I, I guess it essentially ends up being like the fourteen, a fourteen yard field goal, right? If it's at the one, right. Um, but yeah, that's a that was an interesting last drive for them, and then obviously you know you can transition into the final drive for us, which there's a uh, plenty uh to chat about on that last throw there at the at the end of the game.
0: Right, so they end up getting that touchdown pass with obviously Mike Williams, once again, you know, like you said, he's like I don't know 10 foot three. no, I mean obviously he's like six footer, but he's a pretty tall receiver, and you know gets that touchdown make him go up 30, 24, and as you mentioned, they um you know missed that extra point because uh, it was it obviously windy the direction they gone. So at this point, obviously, you know, we have one timeout left. I believe it's 32 seconds left. And who do we have? We have Mahomes, right? I mean, so guy you want in the field in the, in the end, and he throws a on first down. He throws a really nice pass um, in, like what I, I want to say, what triple coverage or I know at least double coverage. The Tyree kill, and it, we talked about it early in this episode. His hands, right? It was right there. He should have caught that. He should have caught that pass. Get I, I his like, body
1: again. So I mean, yeah. And you know better than anyone, right? I'm, I'm, I'm big on wide receivers using the hands, like you said. He was in triple coverage. Should have caught it. Um, you know, you catch that, and you're the best wide receiver in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and he catches the if he catches that at that point. Um, uh, I mean, the Chiefs are looking; they would be looking good right there as far as a better shot at the end zone. With they would probably would have had, uh, I believe, about twenty something seconds, about twenty twenty five seconds after that catch. Um, you know, if they would have probably used their timeout or who knows, it came out and spiked up. But anyways, he catches it there. We're in better shape. Um, Obviously he doesn't, Um, you know, then obviously, you know, after that he scrambles uh, around, and gets about uh, 21 yards to get us to about the 46, um, still in Kansas City territory, um, you know, gets out of bounds. And then uh, another pass to Kelsey, uh, which was incomplete. And then another nice pass to Pringle that dropped it, which would have even made it even better. Um I mean it's kind of like the Tyreek like Hill I said at that point would have put us in a better spot for that you know last pass or whatever and he dropped it and that was a that was a definitely a catchable pass right um and then ultimately it, it ends up with the you know famous Hail Mary play there at the end and we all have seen the replay whether it be Kelsey or Hill it just it seems like on Hail Marys everything goes and you know it, it is what it is whether you're saying it's holding or not, but uh, we didn't didn't get anything on the Hail Mary, and uh, that, was the, that was the final of the game there, and Chargers ended up winning
1: 30-24. Yeah, I mean, and at the end of the day, it goes, for me, right, the game goes down or comes down to two things. Defense's inability to make the plays when needed. Um, yes, they did well from a, a rush defense perspective, um, but the Chargers passed on us all day. As they should, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams are two really, really good wide receivers. Justin Herbert's, um, you know, the best, if not one of the best, the best young quarterback in the NFL. And then, um, yeah, I mean, Brandon Staley just knew how to put his players in positions and make plays against us a few times with a little bit of luck. But, I mean, you know, one thing we talked about was... um or I guess I talked about right. Um, no, we did, yeah, because I mean, you did do the the preview episode. So, um, but mm-hmm. one thing we talked about, let's say, from a keys to the game was um how were we gonna be able to handle Joey Bosa? And the sack that Joey gets comes off um when he was playing defensive tackle, he beats Trey Smith, uh, puts a nice little move on him, gets right by him. But for the most part, Orlando Brown, when when Joey was lined up on that side, he did really, really well, didn't allow a sack. Um, I'd have to go back to see if actually allowed any pressures Um, there at the end. Joey Boso was predominantly on Lucas Nyang side and Lucas was definitely struggling with Joey. Um, Patrick got a got off a few sacks Um, and then that one sack that he got the other sack that the that the Chargers got was just a scramble and linebacker comes off Kelsey and tackles him in open open space. Right. So it wasn't really on the line. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the line did overall, they did well, you know, that left side of the line is, is just getting better and better. The right side, very aggressive, still learning. Um, Derwin James, I can't remember many times where his name was called. Um, but sometimes that's a good thing, right? Is he could have just blanketed, uh, um, somebody, I know they were double covering Tyreek Hill and using Derwin to, to shadow him. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh,
0: just like just like Bosa, and James was out of the game for a little bit too, as well.
1: Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it 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 comes down to the same thing. Let's say versus the Ravens, and and really almost even versus the Browns, defense just can't make plays, can't make you know stops. Um, the one sack we had was what Mike Dana, um, just kind of on a, I think it was more of a coverage sack, right? Didn't have. Mm-hmm. Anywhere to throw it. Um, we just re- weren't really able to get any pressure defensively. Chris Jones played a lot of defensive in and not very impactful. When he went inside, he was a little bit more impactful. Um, so, yeah, just the same story. Turnovers, uh, defense not being able to make plays, and that's ultimately why we lost this game.
0: Right. And, you know, that. And that being said, you know, obviously we fall to one and two, and – you know, lost two games in a row, and Chiefs fans are like panicking, like "Oh my gosh, one and two, yeah, we're in last place in the <laughs> AFC West, and the Raiders are three and oh. Yeah, okay. The I will say, and obviously the Broncos are three and zero, but the Raiders have actually played some pretty good teams, where the Broncos haven't played a winning team. They haven't. Uh, they're they're three and zero, but um, all three of their teams that they've played, they haven't won a game yet. So you know, they got that, and obviously they're gonna play each other twice. Um, and you got the Chargers after that, you know, we're going to be playing the Chargers twice. All these teams play each other. It's a long season. It's three games. Right. And just like Aaron Rodgers said years ago, he's got to say, relax, right? Um, and, you know, and I know so many people have brought up the whole thing of, well, you know, the Chiefs lost two games in a row in 2019 and we won the Super Bowl. You know, we started four and O that year. And then we had two games back to back at home lost against the Colts and the Texans. And, uh, and and then after that, we only lose two more games. The rest of the year, uh, actually, is the Packers at home and uh, uh, Titans on the road. Who actually, obviously, we end up beating in the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, it's just at, at the end of the day. I mean, it's it obviously it's a it's a new feeling for you know whether you're a new cheese fan, bandwagon cheese fan, I don't know, um, or just you know diehard cheese fan. One and two in the Mahomes era is definitely different, but uh, obviously, it being three games. It's not the end of the world. I mean, there's a long season ahead, especially our our schedule ends up opening up, being a lot easier towards the end of the year. But um, it's, it is just crazy, right, seeing everyone either blasting the Chiefs or different things right now. And it's only been three games.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we're figuring things out. Offensively, we've got a brand new offensive line. You can tell, um, you know, whether it's the run game, the screen game, those are all things we're still figuring out. Patrick is even learning how to play within – You know, this kind of a pass setup. I mean, I don't, I've seen him step up into the pocket a lot more than rolling out as he normally did. Even if you look at the first game to this last game, he's stepping up and not leaving the pocket whenever there is an actual pocket, as he has a history of doing. Um, So that's just the evolution of this team. And like you said, it's week three. Now, if it gets to be like week eight, and you know we're still under 500. Okay, then, you know that's a little bit different. But right now we're still working things out defensively. Um, we've just we've got guys that were out. We got guys out now. We, we still got to figure out how to play. Get on board again. It's week three. Um, don't panic just yet. Um, I think the defense at best will be mid table, right where they bend been, but they don't break. Um, they might allow a lot of yardage. Might allow teams to run all over us. Um, but if we can tie it up in the red zone, which we haven't been able to over the last few games. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's way too early to panic. And our schedule gets a little bit more favorable. We shouldn't have as many tough matchups um, here in a few weeks. So it will be an interesting game against the Eagles um, this weekend. But, you know, before that, we'll definitely touch a little bit on the uh the new guy who will have to acclimate do some more acclimating on our team right and josh gordon what do you think about the signing of josh gordon
0: well it's it's a it's it, you know it's breaking news here today and um I, i'd say from what i've heard so far a lot you know there's people that are excited and some people are like well does he play defense you know there and then all the you know the memes you've seen so far and <laughs> different things it's so it's been a it's been a lot of uh just in the last what uh, only like a couple hours, I don't really think. Right. But um, you know, I was, you know, it, when people had talked about it, probably about a week or two ago, when the news came out that he was about to be reinstated, you know, I was kind of against it, just, just I guess different things. But you know, now that I've seen the Chiefs play, I mean, it, it's funny how I've changed my mind, and you know, I, I think he'd be a good addition, and if he is the player that he used to be, right before he, obviously you know, got suspended multiple times. (laughs) I mean, if you just go to look at his stats for his career, you get lost because you don't know what year did he play? uh, How many games did he play that year? You know, it's like, you you know, and obviously we'll go probably more into detail with him, um, you know, in the next episode. But um, as far as like overall thoughts, I think he'll, he'll, I think he'll be a nice add to the team as long as he's with the team, you know, longer than a few weeks or a month, you know, and I said, no, no, uh, no jokes really about that but you know that's just just been his history right it's just like you know can he be with the team longer um than he has been with other teams but um like i said if he is somewhat of that guy he used to be either with the browns or the patriots for the time that he has um he i think he will you know fit really nice with our wide receiver core and hopefully you know maybe that number 2 or number 3 we've been looking for
1: yeah, I mean, and like you said, um, I'm going to do a lot of homework on Josh Gordon, more on style of play. We know he's a big-body wide receiver that's got you know physicality, which is something that we could use at the wide receiver spot opposite of Tyreek Hill. But, I mean, it'll take him two, three games at Galakamita. Don't think he's going to come in this weekend and, you know, have ten targets and seven receptions. If he does, I mean, that's awesome, but that's not usually how things work. Um, he's got to get in football shape and all that stuff, so... Um, I hope it's not like a Le'Veon Bell type signing, but um, yeah, I mean, at this point we got to try something different to help out Tyreek and Travis because no one else has really stepped up to the point to where we can rely on them week in and week out. We do this um, receptions by committee thing, which works. I mean, you know, offense isn't really our issue. Um, But yeah, well, I'm going to do a lot of homework on Josh Gordon and I can talk a little bit. Uh, more in depth about him on our chat later this week
0: right so it kind of real quick i know you talked about obviously he's going to get um acclimated with the team and will take some time to get back to game shape what would you think as far as um you know upcoming games or i don't know even weeks what, what would you think maybe if it does end up that he does come to the active roster what would probably be maybe a game or or so that you might look to see when he might actually be on the team.
1: Yeah, so next game is the Eagles game at noon, right, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then we get the Bills on Sunday night. Um. So, I mean, we technically have a few more hours to get prepared for, right, than I guess your typical Sunday-to-Sunday Sunday setup. Um, I mean, then we play the, the Washington football team in Washington. I think that would be a good matchup for him to come in, too. Um, the Bills have a really good defense. Um, so, yeah, maybe I think where we can realistically start to expect things from him should be around that, you know, the Washington football team or the Titans. Um, if he's not contributing anything or getting meaningful snaps until the Monday night game versus the Giants, um that's a long ways out right cuz that's basically 5 weeks out so um to answer your question i would say the washington football team i think yeah, that's I was, the first game where he should he should get meaningful snaps
0: right i was i'm thinking just because of his long layoff and everything and just because of getting acclimated with the team um i would say more so the titans game and actually i wouldn't be surprised if it's not until the monday night game just because that you have a longer week um, I, I think, obviously, I think you'll see him play first in the Washington game, but I don't think you'll see him really get at many snaps. And I think as he progresses into that Tennessee game, and I think ultimately the Giants game, he's going to see his most work, is whats is what I'm thinking, just because this week obviously is a wash. Um, next week, I don't think he plays against Buffalo. Um, obviously, practices during the week, but I just, I really don't think – that you actually see what he can really have this team until the Giants game. That's that's just what I think how it goes because of his long layoff um, and everything with him. I just don't really see you see him for about four or five weeks. I mean, well, for a lot of work, I'd say with four or five weeks.
1: Right. Yep.
0: On that, but um, I know we've kind of went a little bit over today. We just had a lot to talk about, but we'll definitely have more on Josh Gordon the next episode and also the Chiefs Eagles game coming up this Sunday
1: is this is Reed's first time back in Philly right
0: this is and, and the Chiefs, also the
1: Chiefs head coach well yeah and he didn't coach anyone else but I'm just saying
0: <laughs> yeah and obviously um I know we obviously wanted to win last week and win uh the week before but he has now an opportunity which is it's kind of odd right to get his 100th <laughs> win with the Chiefs in Philly and become I can't remember if he's not, I don't know if he's the first or uh, I could remember, but, uh, to, I think it actually is the first, right. Yeah. To win a yeah, hundred two two games with two different teams. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny that he has it against his old team. So it's, it's fitting, right. It's fitting that we win this week, um, there in Philly. So that's going to be interesting to watch, um, this weekend. So, well, with that said, we are, we'll basically, you know, talk about, like I said, all that more next episode and, um, Thanks for all of y'all for listening. Don't forget to follow our podcast and go Chiefs.